If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. So I got to tell you, on um, on Saturday night, I make my way to Kennedy Airport, and it's a pretty full flight. The flight left at 1 a.m. to uh, get to Israel. Pretty full flight. And I go to the gate, and I never know how I'm going to be received. You know, I I always talk a big game. I'm a big star. I'm the man. But but to be honest, I sometimes I just don't get it myself. It's... I've used this word already this morning. I'll say it again. It's surreal to me how many people now come up to me, message me, how much they love me and the show, all that stuff, you know. So I walk to the gate, and I expect that, yeah, maybe one or two people will say, hey, Sid, it was a lot more than that. And I'm taking pictures. There was one kid in particular. I really like this kid. His name is George, 16 years old, only one year older than my son Gabriel, lives on the Upper East Side, which is a horrible place just infested with liberals. But he uh, he loves the Giants, he loves the Knicks, and he loves Trump. And him and I must have talked for a good 15 minutes. His mom was sitting there. And um, I would say that, I guess, a conservative figure, I took about 15 pictures, which is a lot at the gate before a flight takes off. So at one point, this mother and daughter walk over to me, and they go, excuse me, but we don't know who you are, and we're noticing that, People are running over to you to take some pictures. You must be famous. And I was like, yes, I am. In fact, I'm very famous. Lewis, you're going to love this. I'm so the lady, <laughs> Yeah. So the lady goes, lady, goes, lady goes, well, again, I feel horrible. I don't know who you are. Who are you? And I said, no, no, no. That's okay. Don't feel horrible. I'm Howard Stern. <laughs> the lady goes, Oh, you cut your hair. <laughs> and he had no idea, like this religious lady. She goes, oh, you cut your hair. I said, yeah, I was getting too unruly. You know, my wife, Beth, couldn't stand it. And Now, by the way, at no point did I tell this lady I'm Sid Rosenberg because I really had her. I mean, I, I had her the whole time, you know. And she's telling all of her friends I met Howard Stern now at the, uh, at the airport gate. But uh, that was the perfect way to get on the plate, wouldn't you say, guys? Who are you? Uh, no, what is uh, what is the big story this morning back in New York City? Well, for sure, it's this you know these three American service members that were killed Sunday and night in that overnight drone attack in Jordan. Uh, Biden holding a moment of silence on the campaign trail yesterday when he was told about this, calling it a tough day for the Middle East. And now, of course, the big question is how will we respond? Not clear when and if we'll respond, but the White House says there will be some sort of response. Okay, and uh, what about uh, in New York? Anything new this weekend? Anything from Eric Adams, Andrew Cuomo? Has he made it official yet? Anything good or not yet? No, uh, nothing official from uh, you know from Cuomo about what his future plans are. There was this sort of interesting moment at the Museum of Natural History. They closed those uh, Native American halls, all, uh, which are a lot of them across the museum, because they were afraid that they're offending the Native American community, that they're not being culturally sensitive to them so if you walk into the museum today and you know there's a large section of the museum that's dedicated to native americans 
all shut down and the parts uh, stuff have been pulled out. There's empty um, display cases, other display cases, there are curtains over them. And you have these tourists that were walking in, you know, kind of looking forward to seeing these objects, saying, where are they? And a lot of them, it was interesting when they interviewed them, they said, you know, uh, what's going on here? Did you ask Native Americans specifically if they're upset about this? And they complained about it. And there was no response to, from the museum if they had actually heard from Native American groups saying, yes, we're offended by these displays. Interesting. So your dad lives, I believe, by Tel Aviv. Is that right? He's in Haifa, actually. Oh, that's where they had the attack this morning. Yeah, I saw that. Did, does your dad know about it? I imagine he does. Usually those stories get around quick like they do here. So I was under the impression your dad was going to meet me at the airport and do something like that. I've not seen, uh, of course, I don't know what your father looks like. He could have been standing there. I wouldn't even know. But is your father still planning on seeing me at some well, point? Well, you know, he, he screwed up the timing about when you were flying in, so he said he'd be happy to take you from Jerusalem back to the airport when you leave. He, in fact, even bought one of those caps, and he's rented a long-stretch limousine. <laughs> no, come on. You are funny. You are funny. What does he do your dad here in Israel? He's retired, right? He's not. The guy is unbelievable. He's 93 years old. He still goes, oh, to, work. He still goes to work today. He's head of research and development for a cosmetic company. Oh, really? Yeah. And what about your mom? I'm sorry I don't know about all yeah, this. Yeah, no, and... she passed away last year, Oh, actually. God. That's the worst thing you could ever do, right? <laughs> yeah. The worst thing. <laughs> Way to Thanks go. Thanks Yeah, right. I, I, I was just getting over she's it. She's not doing great right now. Stupid Sid. She's not doing great. <laughs> I guess she's not going to fix it up at the end. Uh, uh, by the way, there, there are people that will beg to dipper that with all the issues going on in the world right now, if, in fact, your mom went to heaven, and I'd have to think that she did. She's in a much better place. Maybe she is doing great. Oh, you know, I always think because she was such a Zionist. I mean, my parents moved during my last year of high school to Israel, so they've been there decades. So and how could it be that your parents be here for decades, yeah. your mother got rest her soul, a Zionist, your father living in Israel, and you're pro-Palestinian? How could that possibly be? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got pictures of you by Kennedy Airport well, on Saturday. Know, I'm a rebellious son. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, it is funny, though, because you know, back home, you know, we're so, everything is offended. Be careful what you say and don't send, you know, of course, I don't do that. And that's why I have great success and this show has great success because I've conditioned you guys to just be honest, you know. And everybody I talk to here, and it's, it's anecdotal, but maybe 20 people since I've arrived, they refer to these people as Arabs. I thought that was over. Like, I remember one time when I said to Imus, and I called the Chinese guy a certain name, which wasn't offensive, but he said you can't say that anymore. And for some reason, I was under the impression that Arabs, they didn't do that anymore, but that's how they're, and, and that the Arabs, oh my God, they, they, they hated. I mean, there, there is some serious hate. You feel it the way they talk about them because I could tell you that uh, even on my tour this morning at the Western Wall, there's a, uh, a spot there right, right below the wall. There was an, an Arab village that's still there. And uh, these people go on and on about how they've lived there for a 1,000 years. And the guy telling me the story, two of them actually, was like, they weren't even here 100 years ago. But they were conditioned to believe it by their parents and their grandparents. They don't know any better. But all they do is lie. This is our land. They showed me the tunnels underneath the western wall. They're still there, guys, from 3,000 years ago. 3,000 years ago. That's ours. That's not theirs. So any idea that Americans may have that, Oh, everything is okay. I mean, look, the Israelis, all these guys made it very, very clear to me, we can live with them. We can live with them. They can work in our neighborhoods. The same guys 
that came back and raped our daughters and put up babies in ovens, they were working in those houses, in those houses for weeks and months leading up to that tragic day. We can work with them. We can live with them. But the truth is, dating all the way back to 1948 and before that, they can't live with us. They want all this land. They really believe this land is theirs. When, of course, of course, anybody knows anything about history knows this land belongs to the Jews and has since day one. But as you know, Noam, being a guy whose parents have lived here for so long, the Arabs just refuse to accept that. And these morons who are blocking tunnels and uh, and airports and the Belt Parkway in New York, they have no idea what the history is here. And, no idea. And they don't know that also that there's communities of Arabs, a lot of them living in the north, that have the highest standard of living of any Arab community in the Middle East. And, you know, my brother, young, my younger brother, went with my parents when they moved decades ago. And he works for an uh, engineering company. Most of the people he works with are Arabs. They're, a lot of them are attracted to that uh, to that industry because they're in the construction industry and he said you know they work alongside me like anybody else does and they live they live these the standard of living that's much higher than it would be in gaza name the other middle eastern country they're not living as high a level of standard of living as they do in israel also seems that almost everybody i talk to thinks bb's going to be done he's got to finish this war whenever this war is finished he will be done 